0: grab Bubba because the Kenzie and Gennaro gang are going not to take a drink or go to war because that was the last book they're going to take darkness's hand
1: yeah send back the clowns
0: send back the clowns hit the theme music you know what much better we should always do second much takes. better we should do two takes every time always, every single time we should honestly i, I think, just said every single time what, what, what we should do every single time every single time okay uh i think what um i think what we should do is that from from now on we just do a couple rounds and then the moment we hit one that sounds fine okay we we keep going sure or you could prepare you know what, gabriel because right now
1: this is a time of change this is slow it's a readers. time of the season <laughs> this is also slow readers we're loving this is slow readers welcome to slow readers your weekly fast-paced literature podcast where the Mm. conversation for real is always about books it's always about
0: reading it's always about literature it's always about the written book it's always about about
1: page turners it's
0: all about mysteries it's
1: all about refusing to and really dragging your feet on doing gone at the wind
0: yeah, well, we'll get to that in a moment. We'll get to that. In a uh, so this is Slow Readers. Mm. It's a show about books. Yeah. And you know what, Gabriel? I want to say it's a, it's a show about America. It really is. It really is. This I is mean, America. This is America. And we all know that America is the most important country in the world. mm mm-hmm. uh, Yeah.
1: I mean, in terms of like if the most, like if your most, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, troublesome and most difficult child in your classroom is the most important one, then yes. Because you have to watch out for them because they'll ruin your whole class.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know what that person, you know who that person ends up being? America? LBJ.
1: You're in <laughs> a real LBJ kick I'm in a, well,
0: yeah. I mean, I, I, I've been reading, uh, the, for the listener's sake, uh, I've been reading, we'll introduce ourselves in a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, for work, I've uh, read uh, Robert Caro's uh, Working, uh, his book, which is something like like a, a pre-memoir to his future memoir. And uh, for people who are just like, who the heck is Robert Caro? He is, uh, he's been publishing biographies since the early 70s. Uh, One of them was on Robert Moses, who I'm sure people are like, who the heck is that? And then four of them are on LBJ. And without going any further into that, I just want to say that if those don't sound terribly interesting to you, I assure you, they are fascinating. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I read Daniel's summary of it. It's a fascinating read. It
0: is, and Yeah, that's a small taste of just the memoir, which had a small taste of, entire like 1000 page plus books yes yeah anyway anyway
1: um check out robert carroll's working it's a great read apparently
0: also i am robert carroll you are robert carroll i am robert carroll i mean i i think that i um, feel
1: like if you bent over some of those letters you could really make a kind of fun almost like anagram of your name
0: where i don't know (laughs) okay it's like robert carroll that's six words four four letters six words six letters. <laughs> six <letters.
1: laughs> okay all right well on that note anyway gabriel who are you it's supposed to be a new day <laughs> hello everyone i'm gabe mara i am a comedian every now and again i'm emotionally an audio producer i'm also a writer you say emotionally i'm emotionally an audio producer um <laughs> uh, but spiritually i'm a writer um please check out self-evident asian america stories um i just published something there about my life it's a really mm. cool thing daniel who are you
0: I am Daniel. Take my G- hand. Daniel Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. I will not take your hand. Uh, I, I am Daniel Gonzalez. I am an audio producer, editor, writer, and an author. That's true. And, uh, I saw
1: you had a package in the mail the other day.
0: Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, sure enough, I finally managed to stuff a uh, paperback through Amazon. Yeah. So now you can now get a paperback version of my latest novel, A Cook in the Kingdom.
1: There goes one of those paperback writers. Paperback writer. Paperback writer. It's so awesome
0: to be a paperback writer, huh?
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. it's what we
0: collect these days. Very pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and also, um, yeah, we should also say that this is... A new day of things. Yeah, it's a whole brand new day. Yes. Uh, for example, we might sound a little different. Yes. I think I will very much sound different. Hopefully. Uh, well, hopefully. Hopefully for the better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, because, Gabriel, uh, we have kind of a new setup here. We do. In a top rock walk-in closet.
1: Rock-in closet. Rock-in, rockin, cl- rockin closet. Walk-in-rock-in
0: closet. walk in rock Uh, closet. <laughs> that's like Are the- Are we drunk? <laughs> i think so uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're drinking wine I, I i wish i had a glass of wine but I mean, this um, is
1: low alcohol wine i kind of hate it
0: we have a uh, oh yeah that's that citrusy stuff
1: no it was uh, it's like a it's almost like a weird lambrusco it tastes like grape juice and it's five percent alcohol i kind of really hate it Ugh.
0: all right well we'll look at we'll look we'll see our options after this on bake
1: oh there goes my water
0: <laughs> so speaking of which it's a new it's a new day, it's a new day. <laughs> It's a brand new day, so uh so uh, here in Rockin' Closet. Long story short, we got new, we got new equipment, we got a different setup. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna tweak around with the uh, setup and whatnot and uh, make it you know as good as we can get it. But yeah, uh,
1: we're kind of upping our game here. Yeah, we have some brand new microphones. We have fancy yeah. arms. We have a whole lot more uh, audio arms? panels on the walls. We have brand new arms. Yeah, brand new arms for the Nintendo Switch.
0: Like for example, I'm gonna make an adjustment right here, right now. And do this. And not talking to the microphone? And not talking to the microphone. (laughs) Well, they can hear my voice in the distance. That's just true. These mics are powerful. Gabriel, do what I did over there with this shirt. How about you do what I
1: do, not what I say? How about you do... What?
0: How dare you? Uh, There you go. And look at that. We sound...
1: Even better. 0.3% better. You should also slide some of your stuff behind your other shoulder. Yeah, over shoulder. Like, I got it. There. Yeah. Fucking hell. So we have some <laughs> brand new equipment, we're and hopefully our, and our audio is going to be a lot better from here on out. I think we already were okay, but now it's going to be much better. Like, for example, I know I need to adjust this arm. How can so? I,
0: can I adjust this? I need to lift a little more. Tight- I'm, like, you hunched gotta, over. You got to tighten up. You got to get like go. the
1: lead single from the Black Keys hit album, Attack and Re- No, not Attack and Re- um, Brothers. Oof. You got to tighten up.
0: <laughs> Ignore the noise. You're the, the noise, guys. Okay. Right. So, so speaking speak- of talking
1: about the Black Keys? Speaking yeah, keep, keep, bam, stretch it out, stretch it out, man, okay. stretch it out. Uh, El Camino. Now, I feel like that could have been a return to form. However, instead, they doubled down on really just making something much more pop aesthetic, which isn't a problem for me. I like the Black Keys. I used to have a friend back in New York who was a musician in Philly now. He always claimed that he hated the Black Keys because, quote, they are a bunch of white dudes who are ripping off black blues music, and I'm like, wasn't well, all of rock, rock music? music? Hey, chinks! Hey. <laughs> I was like,
0: "That's a that's kind of splitting." Let's, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure this was like what a white guy,
1: <laughs> yeah, white guy
0: doing rock and roll,
1: Boring a tie dye t shirt.
0: Mm. Love you, Todd. Love you, Todd. Whoever you are. Uh, so speaking of Todd, um, there's some there's one other thing we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna change around, mm-hmm. and it's not the actual physical space, Gabriel. Yeah, it is. The structure of the show! Reformatting! reformatting. Clear out your hard
1: drive, we're reformatting. We're reform... Oh, I
0: hope not. Um. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're gonna change things around, because usually, Gabriel... And this is the way I think we like doing it to for comfort's sake. Yeah, for funzos. We like fucking around for a good long stretch,
1: unlike now. Yeah, we like a dick. We've been, we've been dicking around for seven minutes. <laughs> yes, we've been... In seven minutes, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing.
0: Sometimes we go on for like 20, 30, 20, 30 40, 40 minutes. minutes.
1: And we always helpfully suggest that you look at the show notes for the real book talk. But speaking of book talk, Daniel, yeah. what's about to happen?
0: Well, because I think, well, speaking of which, uh, telling people to jump ahead to the book talk if they want to just go to the book talk is really nice and everything like that. But honestly, when I listen to podcasts, I like just hitting play.
1: Mm-hmm. So Gabriel. Much to... like seminal top-count radio show Sex and Violence.
0: Just like Sex and Violence, just hit play. Yes. Hit uh, Hit record. Hit record. Um the so yeah, speaking of which so I think we're going to you know what, listen to the audience a little more. Wink.
1: Yeah, I'm like uh, what?
0: <laughs> and we're gonna start with the book talk. Book talk, book talk, book
1: talk. Book talk, book
0: talk, book talk. Boop talked. Book talk. Book Alright. Talk, book talk, book talk. Book talk. So yeah, we're gonna start with uh the we're gonna talk immediately about the book that we're talking about for today, which title. happens to be Darkness Take My Hand by Dennis Lehane. Yes. We'll get to that in a moment. And uh, and yeah, that's going to be a thing. And because I think we've actually stuck like with a, uh, a thing. We like playing games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, so now it's going to go book talk, game time. And then, like, final th- thoughts slash what we're doing next week. Dicking around. So, yeah. um,
1: so get... that way, if you, if you, want, if you enjoy the dicking around, you could, it's at the end now. So, that way, you get the real meat of the matter first.
0: Well, I think if you like dicking around, I think you're having the time of your life right now.
1: <laughs> if you like dicking around. It right. is something that I'm dicking around. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to fuck up in the, we're going to listen to the whip around.
0: Only down in Allentown. Yay! Hey! We did it. Oh, man. We were having fun with that the other day. Picking yeah, <laughs> we up went... the words out. Yeah. All right. All right. So, we're doing it again. Yeah. All right. So, for example, Gabriel, right now, we're going to jump right to it. The main topic. Mm-hmm. We are continuing. Yes. Our ongoing subseries. Yes. Called
1: Daniel Take My Hand. A look into the entirety of Dennis Lehane's Kenzie Gennaro series, books one through six.
0: Yeah, six of them. Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was five because um, last week, we, okay, last week we or last week, last, last time, time we did the first book, which was a drink before the war. Yes. Uh, now we're doing the second book, "Darkness Take My Hand"
1: by Dennis the Hatred Lahane. Lahane. Uh, and <laughs> well, he has
0: two names. He has like Lahans, Lahans, mm-hmm. Lahane, Le- yeah, Leanne. Anyway, my so...
1: fucking brother corrected me for years, been like, it's pronounced Leanne. Oy. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh uh, uh, and so then there's four other books, and I know like there was a huge gap between like like the second last and the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought, yeah, I thought there was like four books, and then there was like like a later fifth one. But...
1: no, there's about five in a row. there is a drink before the war, Doctor mm-hmm. sick my hand, Sacred. Um, Gone Baby Gone, the famous Gone Baby Gone. If you're mm. not familiar with the um, Mackenzie Gennaro series, um, Go, it was fuck made yourself. into Fuck Yourself. Okay. Mostly, most importantly, Gone Baby Gone was made into an excellent movie starring Casey Affleck, directed by Ben Affleck mm. in '06.
0: Oh seven. That's, oh, seven. That's, that's an 07 movie. That's a, that's, what a great year for movies. Speaking of 07. I was in uh, all the thought, but that's fine. Okay, no, no, sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah,
1: so, <laughs> um, and then after that was Prayers for Rain, and then Huge Gap, and then Moonlight Mile came out, like, in, I think, shortly after, uh, shortly after Gone Baby Gone. E- I think yeah. so. Yeah.
0: Uh, the movie, you mean?
1: The book, um, okay. the book, um, Moonlight Mile.
0: Yeah, it came out shortly after the movie Gone Baby Gone. Yes. Yes. Sorry, I, I think that is the case. Clear. Uh, yeah i think moonlight My off i'm gonna take a wild
1: guess it was 2010 i don't think it was that late all right Most um, like
0: that. well it's not that late it's like, it's like fucking nine years ago from like coming from a young author who's like still publishing shit young today Arthur? young author 2010
1: you were right oh fuck, well done yeah. daniel
0: who's the De- who's the hatred who's fan the now? daniel now uh, Gabriel, but speaking of the movie Gone Baby Gone. Yeah. Um I went to the New Beverly. Oh, wonderful. Uh which is Tarantino's theater uh down in LA, proper LA. We live in Los Angeles. We live in the L- LA County. Yeah. But
1: <laughs> We live in LA, it's fine. I
0: know, but I'm just like it's like yeah, but this is like an LA proper, you know. Uh-huh. I think
1: actually to be honest. Well, I'm North thinking, Hollywood, no. we're North, taking North, North Hollywood. Yeah, okay.
0: But um, so I went down there to see uh one of my favorite movies, which is the assassination of Jesse James by the coward Robert Ford, mm-hmm. starring Brad Pitt and uh, Gone Baby Gone's Casey and Affleck. Patrick
1: Kenzie himself, Patrick Affleck. Kenzie himself.
0: And uh, when he when the uh the, a dude comes up and introduces the movie, and by the way, this is the you would love the theater. It is exactly how you like it, like small, cramp- cozy. It has one of those annoyingly long like seating arrangements. Yeah. So like like and it's like a relatively small screen so it's kind of crazy to be watching it from the back mm-hmm. and uh and this is the kind of audience who by the way when roger deacon's names name Everyone is on cheered? the screen they cheered yeah, so this is did. that kind of crowd. sure <laughs> so um and don't be wrong he deserves it mm-hmm. but yeah so um so book talk. So no, no, but so when he's introducing the uh, the the people in it, he says, "Oh, the, it has such a stat cast, you know, Brad Pitt, uh, uh, uh Sam Shepard, yada 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 yada, and all that things like that." And then by the end, and he goes Bro, like, Mark "Oh, Brad and it Danowitz. also starred a certain someone else, I guess, who uh, yeah, let's not mention him." And people were kind of like, "Ah, ha, 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 hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah," but uh, that on that uh, worthy sidebar, Daniel. impressive note. Uh, Kayvirl, <laughs> yes. This show, this episode has the divine title of Daniel Take My Hand, Colin. Darkness Take My Hand. By, by Dennis Lehane. Dennis Lahaine Correct. Uh, yeah. I just want to point that out because that is a really good story.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Gabriel? Yes, Daniel.
0: All right. So I, I don't know if we did this last time. Um, did we go with like a little mini
1: bio of, of the hatred himself? We definitely did last time.
0: We definitely did? Mm-hmm. All right.
1: Do you want to give I, us? I did all the research. Do
0: you want to give us some mild like feedback for people who might be joining sure. us? Sure. I
1: mean, gosh, Dennis Lehane is a very popular writer. He's mainly he's mostly out of Boston. You might know him from being part of the writing staff of The Wire. And it's made them one of the most impressive things ah. he's done. That and he also wrote Shutter Island and Mystic River, two of the most popular films made in the last twenty years. Yes. So he's a very popular, very well loved writer writing gritty Boston stories. A lot of them crime based, and more than a few of them are the six books in this series.
0: Yeah, and uh, Mystic River particularly is very influential in the sense that um, I think a lot of like the really huge uh, like thriller bestsellers that we've had in the past like ten years or whatever. Are all like, gr- like the authors will say that gr- they're greatly influenced by Mystic River, such Great as read. Uh, Gillian Flynn's, uh A uh, uh, Gone Girl mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Paulo Hawkins' uh, The Girl on the Train.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That which adds is, up?
0: Which they always say it's like, oh yeah, we want to do, uh, like each of them separately was like, I want to do something serious. This is really heavily based on Mystic mm-hmm. River. And uh, you also see Shades of Mystic River in this story.
1: Well, it's a cool thing. Mystic River is, I think people forget it is a detective story as well yeah. as being like a. In addition to being a wonderful, like, mosaic of the darkness of urban Boston life, hmm. it's also a detective story about who killed Sean Penn's daughter.
0: Yeah, it, it is. There is a central mystery, and one of the main characters is an actual detective trying to find the truth.
1: He's one of the boys, and, Kevin Bacon. And it's very
0: interesting because that was my first introduction to anything Dennis Lahane is seeing mm-hmm. in the 2003 movie. I uh, haven't read the book, though. Yeah. Um we should do that at some point. I feel like, you know, but um
1: we might be ODing on Dennis Hahn a little bit. We but... are a
0: little bit, but it might be necessary.
1: Sure. But um at some point.
0: And yeah, no. We're whereas like Mystic River is like 75% like like family drama, story of like, you know, the city and everything. Mhm. Uh and like 25% like mystery th- uh like genre story. Yeah. Like Kenzie Janeiro are kind of like like Fifty five, sixty percent genre story, and yeah. then like the rest is is like is like. I'd say
1: even more than that. I'd say like seventy thirty, like seventy. Okay, but you know, like that. Um, it is my assumption. I don't think I ever got this straight up, but that this is kind of like the Kenji Genaro series is very much Dennis Lehane wanting to do a more traditional detective series. He mm. did a kind of a Nick and, Nick and Nora Charles kind of the Thin Man. So he wanted to do a, like a couple who solve mysteries, and he just so happens to be a good enough writer that he can seamlessly blend in. Worries about social decay and racism and the true darkness of humanity. That shit was never in like, like really in the Nick and Nora Charles. Yeah,
0: yeah, it wasn't exactly in like Raymond Chandler as much either. Yeah, uh, Raymond Chandler kind of had that like offbeat, like nihilism yeah. you know to it, but like it's these are these
1: books aren't very cool. These aren't Chandlers yeah. are always kind of like icy blue cool.
0: Yeah, that's it's there's something a little. Stylized. Jazzy, yeah. about that. Whereas th- this is this is Bostonian. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking Boston. <laughs> so it's it's pretty grim and yeah. realistic and human and Irish.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 and Irish, and Italian, and Italian. Some but need Irish. Yeah, like Genaro, Italian.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah. Uh, That's Daniel. Why yes. don't you
1: tell us, the audience and me, your co-host Gabriel Mara, what is "Darkness Take My Hand"? About yeah, that's a good or would you rather do a brief recap of a Drink before the war? Is that unnecessary? Uh, well,
0: I was going to say, you know, actually, I don't think it's as necessary. We could talk about it more just on a reflection of how this book is. Yeah,
1: let's talk about it in um, terms of how it progressed into this one. But what's the story of Dark Snake My Hand? Um, let's not do spoilers yeah and
0: I was gonna, let's let's not do spoilers until maybe down the line w- if we decide to do that yeah we might have enough to talk about without spoilers though mm-hmm. um if hey, our
1: new format we could talk about spoilers at the end of the show yeah we can fuck, fuck do it.
0: so like yeah <laughs> so like yeah that's how i'm gonna begin this uh by <laughs> going oh
1: fuck
0: so this takes place shortly after the events of book one a drink tip before the war and uh basically we have uh, Kenzie and Janeiro, who are old childhood friends who are kind of like penniless detectives, even though they actually do pretty all right. They I do mean okay. hey Kenzie made what forty eight uh uh forty eight grand uh the
1: previous year. Back in uh, the nineties.
0: Yeah, that's actually that's not bad. Ain't bad. That's a, that's a living.
1: Yeah, they're mostly they're mostly like like skip tracers.
0: Yeah, something like that, yeah. And um and sure enough, like they get pulled into uh the a new case where basically this kind of wealthy ass woman who which really very much for some reason reminded DiAngelo Warren. thank you you're, you're going to be remembering the names i i, I was kind of losing myself in the names a bit like sometimes sure. i would forget like for example which one was kevin and which one was uh was it james or something like that like jack the, two, Rouse? the two gangsters yeah there was like jack and kevin and sometimes it would be like jack and i was like wait which
1: one's you know kevin herlihy is um psychotic owen meni
0: Yes, <laughs> he's me. He's but yeah, the other version of it. Yeah, the first uh,
1: time I read this book and I read the description of him was uh, like this freakish guy with like crazy bug eyes and a high pitched voice. I'm like, oh, and Mimi.
0: <laughs> yeah, he just he was like he, he was formed kind of differently. And but in this he became an outright like that out, uh, psychopath and, and and just monster. Yeah. But uh so yeah so basically this 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 wealthy woman brings him in and says DeAndre I have a ca- I have a case for you. Uh I may uh, a woman who approached me who used the fake name Moira Kenzie.
1: Moira Kenzie.
0: Uh and That's said- more
1: like a the More Mackenzie. man.
0: It's going to be the entire Terrible. fucking episode. Sorry, everyone. It's so, so bad. It's a new day. All these fucking Lahane fans are just going to be like. These motherfuckers. They're like, these, mother, these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers.
1: <laughs> yeah, even when you apologize you're making fun of them. Jesus. Okay, okay. Go on, go on. Uh, so, uh
0: yeah she so she brings them in and says listen uh this Moyer Kenzie came up to me uh, who like pretended to be a student said uh my uh violent boyfriend threatened me and I want to invade like uh, can you look into this or whatever and then that person vanished and then this uh, wealthy woman started getting uh not- like vague photographs th- like first she was, first she was actually called and threatened right oh yes yeah she was called and threatened by supposedly this man Kevin Herlihy? Kevin Hurley, Hurley, and and then gets a mysterious photograph of her, a uh, college son, her college age son, uh, just like mining goes on, and like there's no message or anything with that. Yeah, and that kind of sets it off. It's it's kind of hard to talk about without getting too much into like what happens, but basically, there is also a grisly murder that happens that is seemingly unrelated, mm-hmm. um, by someone who knows, uh, especially Kenzie. Uh, patrick kenzie yes and then uh and yeah and then shenanigans <laughs> and what? that's the story shenanigans <laughs>
1: yeah basically um. yeah but so from there it just kind of escalates into a series of grisly murders horrible threats mm. and it much more like like with many of these books some dark seekers in the past that have come back are coming back to haunt them
0: yes uh, it's dark secrets from the past and whatnot uh, issues with uh, Ken, uh, Patrick and his father yeah. who was a uh, fire who was like a a, a hero a, fireman uh, a local hero fireman and also who's a public official
1: right? Mm. yeah he became a, what's it called like a like a councilman
0: yeah uh, and it was also like a secret like like abusive psychopath as well. Yeah. Um, who died. Uh, I mean,
1: Daniel, do you want to spoil the book? It came out in 1997.
0: Let's, let's not get into that too much. Okay. Um. G- Gabriel, y- you've read this book before. I have. Yes. And this is the second time you've read this.
1: Third, probably. Third. I like these books. Okay, That's too. why we're doing this series because I love these books. Yeah, you do. Um.
0: So yeah, tell us what is, what was it like reading it the first time? Did it change this third time
1: you're reading it? Um, not really it (laughs) continues i mean my like my uh, the storytelling it continues to get better with every book i feel and really like by gone baby gone he's he's nailed it he's figured out exactly what he wants to do and so you see see how he grows into this one this one still feels like it feels like a little bit of an overcorrection into more of a thriller because I feel like A Drink Before the War was a bit more of a detective story, of a bit more of like social wars kind of question in, in mm-hmm. that one. And this one, when the turn comes, when it turns out, when once the, the revelations happen of like the killer, et cetera, mm-hmm. you're like, okay, that seems kind of out of nowhere. <laughs> like like th- th- a whole Hannibal Lecter thing happens. Yeah. And you're like, okay, yeah. this seems like it's getting a little out of hand.
0: Yeah, this book did come out in 96 when i'm mm-hmm. sure like hannibal lecter was like the hugest thing in the world and uh, don't remember maybe there's a lot more like hannibal lecter wannabes back then so it was Probably less had he, to have been. It stuck out a little less but like yeah. right now that scene begins and you're just like this guy's kind of like a wannabe. This guy is a wannabe Hannibal Lecter character. Yeah, who mercifully only shows up in one scene.
1: Yeah, so. and and also Lahaind does a really great yeah. job of subverting the reasoning behind the character and how it all works out afterwards. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. I I I remember liking this one a lot more than Drink Before the War, and I still feel that way. I still feel like this is definitely a step forward from a young author really finding his voice in a genre he loves, and I still do find the the escalating thriller antics it feels very 1996 it feels like like the movie the jackal yeah. it's like things are getting grittier and crazier and murdery God. and i'm like yeah. i i it it feels weird comparing it to gone baby gone which is just nothing but but like that's the tight. fourth, fourth it's, book, it's right? the fourth book okay. and the third book he he goes even more genre which is kind of crazy oh, yeah. and it overcorrects even more into <laughs> gone Be gone but it's it's really, it, it gone maybe gone is the best one of the series that's uh-huh. just the truth cuz the rest do have a little more fun in terms of stakes but um I still really enjoy it and I still I breeze through this cuz I really enjoy it yeah what about you Daniel uh, William
0: first time reading this of course and mm-hmm. yeah it is it is very interesting the differences between this and the first book. Uh, this one is written way more confidently. Yeah, definitely. Way more, and like
1: hold open and everything.
0: The oh yeah, especially with that. I was the first book written in the first person. Yeah, they're all first person. Okay, okay. I was. I didn't remember that.
1: I mean, there's a lot of like, like direct address to the audience, kind of like, oh boy.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's there is that. I, I thought that the he's, he's
1: still in the war protagonist, even if it's a more realistic book.
0: Yeah. Um. But a drink before the war had this kind of impression of like a writer who wrote a much longer book and then kind of cut out anything that was just dragging because he wasn't as confident in his abilities or just wasn't turning out very well. This one, it felt a lot more like there wasn't as much cut out. Hmm. Uh, It was a lot like it wasn't, I don't say tighter. It was just cleaner and like a lot more kind of stand on the page and whatnot. Like he was definitely, he definitely knew what he was doing. Um, yeah, that's it. Uh yeah, I like this one. It, I remember liking uh Drink Before the War quite a bit. I mean it was very readable and whatnot. It was fun. I stopped playing with that. Yeah, like I can hear you all can this hear. now. Um and uh so this one, yeah, it is. It it is kind of shockingly interesting, and you know that I was,
1: shockingly interesting, shockingly not just interesting, interesting,
0: which is like which is like the most uh, uh accentuatedly regular. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, but
0: like it's it's like not. It was basically two empty phrases kind of thrown together to be yes. m- m- very much not much. Yes, uh, but no, no, I I like this quite a bit. Uh and I you know I have a very particular opinion about serial killer stories. Yeah. Because I I I am totally with everyone it's like no for some reason we love our serial killer stories. And we always, we always once in a while, uh, we'll take that kind of like wiki hole thing where you just kind of like look through like a bunch of different You people. do.
1: I, I have never done You've that. You've never done that? never no. I, I think I am, if I want to, if I want to pat myself on the back, mm-hmm. it's, I am, I am too, I have too much of an like empath tendencies, yeah. but the truth is I'm just too soft to look at that kind of stuff and yeah. let it ruin my day. It's,
0: I, I can at least look at it a little like, separately, but I don't, don't be me wrong, here's the thing, though, because I think this definitely changes with different people, is that like, is like, yeah, but I'm saying that, like, now, and, like, every once in a while, like, like a year, every other year, whatever, I'll do that.
1: Everything I know about serial killers is from you.
0: Like, I will, really?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and Dearly Departed Ryan. <laughs> I
0: was gonna say, like, I, I didn't talk about serial killers all that much. Yeah. My point saying is that, like, it's like, I'm not, I don't obsess over this, and mm-hmm. I, like, yeah, it is all ugly, like, I don't, I don't have a, that kind of like those people who do really love that shit where they just have a favorite serial killer and they find him fascinating. And then, yeah. like, you know. Katie,
1: this is probably why we've been dragging our feet on listening to My Favorite Murder, but I assume it's more fun than that. Yeah,
0: like, uh, but uh, oddly enough, but, uh, but that's the horrible thing about it is that, like, I, I hate that kind of ment- mental attitude. I hate the movie Seven mm-hmm. um because, like, I hate, like, this kind of, like, he- this gross kind of perverted hero worship we have over serial killers mm-hmm. that like we find them interesting, but like, don't take that too far. Yeah. But yeah, but then again, it's like, but a really good serial, like this Zodiac movie was fucking great.
1: That's a brilliant movie. It's a
0: brilliant movie. And I'm sure that uh podcast is very interesting. And, uh, uh I can't
1: wait to read. I'll be gone in the dark. Cause it's, uh, it appears to be just a great piece of written. Oh, that work. too. By Rachel McNara? Um, Ra- Michelle McNamara. Michelle
0: McNamara. Yeah. Um, And uh, and And that
1: led to his capture, which is the most amazing thing, which is like my my response to the whole thought of is that it's for me. The the only interesting thing to a serial killer story would be if they were caught, because I'm not very I don't like hearing about like horrors of people who are still probably out there. Like that story of the woman in the elevator in the water tower fills me with nausea.
0: Yeah, no, that is a horrifying story. Um, but it is a very truthful, horrifying story.
1: Yeah, no, th- just thinking about it now makes me dizzy. Yeah,
0: and uh, but you also really love that uh, Charles Manson uh, 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 show. What's it called?
1: Oh, you must remember this?
0: Yeah, that, that, that the mini arc and that. Sure. Well, yeah. I think
1: that, that, that's more of a comprehensive like breakdown of all the Hollywood events that led up to it. your yeah. entire episode's about Doris Day and that thing. Yeah, It's not about the killings. The killings are the least of it. It's about the social cause of it.
0: It's not, but it's still a story about In the same way that... They're,
1: they're not fun.
0: <laughs> in the same way that Robert Caro can write a four-volume Lyndon B. Johnson thing, but it's not mm-hmm. about Lyndon B. Johnson. It's about the times. It's about
1: America. It's about a history. Easy there, Howard Zinn. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, Daniel, so... <laughs> okay. here, here's here's the, here's the thing I keep on meaning to ask you. I, I, no, you, I did not kill that woman. Well... Okay, never mind. I'm okay. good. All but right. um, but do you like mystery stories? Because ah. it's never like I'm out of the two of us. I'm the one who reads paperback mysteries. Like mm. I really want to pick up Sue Grafton's series just out of curiosity. You also
0: love pure genre stories a lot more
1: definitely that's definitely true
0: and there's always that thing with me where when i'm reading a, a, a genre story and i, and I think this is heavier with a drink and a drink before the war mm-hmm. and it's still kind of weird it's ugly head in this there's moments where it was hitting a kind of like genre kind of cliche Not exactly like a cliche but like a genre beat sure and it's still kind of kind of there's like a click in the back of my head that just went like that felt phony
1: yeah no i, <laughs> but, I agree that's totally accurate
0: and it always kind of takes me out of this like the best parts in this will be like, for example, you took one of the most reprehensible characters from the last book.
1: Mm-hmm. Marian Socia? Uh, what's that? Marian Socia? Marian Socia? Yeah. Is, that... the, is, is this the guy that we're talking about? The character? Marian Socia?
0: Marian... Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, the senator guy. No, no. <laughs> Sorry. I, I also, I kept pronouncing his name Scotia.
1: Socia. <laughs> like a sociopath
0: know. is it is that That's a bit on the nose lane come yeah, on yeah, come on dennis come on dennis what are you not a writer from the wire
1: <laughs> hey well, well why don't you want to crank out that sequel to since we fell you clearly did not have time to finish
0: <laughs> well who are you george pelicanos
1: uh, anyway I, I never read any of his work either uh
0: no should, no though. the um uh, they took one of the most reprehensible characters in the last one such as uh 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 angie's or angie's phil uh uh uh, now ex-husband and they made him a uh, amp- like a character you can relate to yeah and kind of and just... you did
1: not like that or you like that no I was
0: just like that's kind of like the best thing when there's, oh, a, yeah. when there's a conversation between Patrick and the man who essentially abused uh, a person he loves for 12 fucking years yeah who like yeah he like realistically like in the last book he's essentially just a bad guy yeah um like that's pretty that, that's pretty impressive and yeah.
1: I I think that's that's the kind of good writing that people don't appreciate yeah like it's it's whenever some this is my turn for a tangent uh-huh. whenever someone wants to complain about the Fast and the Furious series I'm like are you serious can you see how secretly great that character writing is the fact that Jason Statham killed Han and I don't know I, I I still haven't forgiven him for that and yet I am frothing at the mouth for Hobbs and Shaw He killed Han dude yeah, yeah. that's bullshit I <laughs> I don't know if that's I don't They killed two of the minority characters <laughs> and then and the two of the best ones by the way Paul Walker No Han Han and his love, um, Wonder Woman.
0: Oh yeah, Gal Gadot. I forgot she was in that.
1: Yeah, they were a couple. They were great. Yeah. And fucking Han got to get the girl and he got fucking Wonder Woman. Anyway. Anyway, uh, before mm-hmm. you
0: go on about how much you think Fast and the Furious has the best writing in the world.
1: It's pretty good. And... People, like, I think people don't recognize it, but you were completely the... right. The idea that, like, I mean, Bubba alone should be a completely hateful character, but he he is lovable. LaHane is very good at writing vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 if these characters were nothing but their surface level kind of, like, cocky mystery character shit, mm-hmm. it would be a bummer. But everyone has, a like, definite moments of vulnerability, even, like, Devin and Oscar.
0: Yeah. um, They all – I would dare say that, like, he, he takes it, – it's not so much vulnerability as much, even though a lot of these characters all have their own, like, like their little moments and whatnot where they reveal some kind of d- deeper kind of humanity to them. As I said, like, one of my, like, weirdly favorite characters in this was Pine.
1: Oh yeah, Pine's
0: great. But like he's not vulnerable. No, he's not. <laughs> out of anything out of anything, like his character is that he is just like in a room full of like merciless like fucking psychopath and killers, he is the reasonable one, mm-hmm. but he's still a psychopath and a killer. Yeah. But like but he's professional. Yeah. And like the idea about him like surviving like what, like four Dawns essentially mm-hmm. and like how he's just like it's a job to him. I don't that's know. That's the
1: thing that I that's another like writing skill I've been trying to incorporate into everything I do. It's like it's your basic kind of reversal setup that like it's how sitcoms work. Here's here's a sitcom character. It's the same it's the same old joke of there's no way I'm doing that thing, cut straight to it. You mm-hmm. create an expectation and you surprise them. So when you see when Pine of all people shows like a kind of professional courtesy to Angie and Patrick. You're like, cool, Pine. Cool. Cool. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 it's a thing. Yeah. I gotta be honest. Make make it, make the audience believe a character is only one way and then surprise them.
0: Yeah. No, but free previously used by the early seasons of game of Thrones that they just threw out the fucking window for the second half of the
1: show. Wouldn't know. Yeah.
0: Well, now you do know. Anyway. Mm. Uh skill so Gabriel, I think what we'll do, I think we should go on break right now. And then when we come Alrighty. we come we'll, when we come back, we'll do a game. When we come back, I think what we'll do, we'll come do back. like a, we'll do like a, maybe we'll play around with the mixture between like maybe spoiler talk a little bit and spoiler then, talk final thoughts. And then also final thoughts and also time what we're going to do next time. Sure. Uh that's what we do. But for the meantime, let's break right now. Okay. So,
1: Gabriel, go to break. I am the engineer. Welcome back, dear
0: listener readers. Hello, everyone. To Slow Readers.
1: To slow Readers. America's Fast
0: Paced Literature Fucking Podcast. I
1: thought you were going to say Fast Paced Literature Fuck Fest.
0: A Fast Paced Literature Fuck Fest. I like it. Brought to you by your by mom. By Top
1: Gallant know. Mom? By <laughs> Top Gallant Radio. By Top Gallant Radio. That's us. <laughs> That's us. I am Gabriel. I am D-Dubs. No, you're not. I mean, you're not gabriel well fuck you well fuck you too honestly this is a real literature show honestly did i say i am gabriel <laughs> you did did you not was that not a joke no You said i am gabriel that's no. what you said all right wow gabriel,
0: this room is full of carbon dioxide all Right?
1: it's probably true all right so gabriel you should put a plant in here i am daniel hello daniel i'm gabriel yes
0: uh, we are doing a show, yeah. And Gabriel, not only are we doing a show, we're doing a game.
1: We are doing a game. The... Stay tuned for after the game for our final thoughts on "Darkest Take My Hand,"
0: motherfuckers by Dennis Lehane. Yes, the
1: hatred.
0: Gabriel, you have prepared for us a game this time. I have. What is the game?
1: All right, Daniel, I'm gonna need you to sing because the game is called "Bosch Crossbones."
0: Okay. Bosch crossbones. Cross Bosh Cross Bones.
1: Bosch Cross. bosh Cross Yay.
0: What do I do during the... bash Cross Bones. Something like itty bitty... <laughs>
1: it Hieronymus Alexander bosch, Temperance. Bosch, bosch crossbones. Bones. Alright.
0: We'll get it better next time. Gabriel, good job.
1: I spent $10 on this recorder for this Just bit. for this fucking bit. Just for bit. this fucking bit. And it was Gabriel? $10. And it was, it's, a, it's bright pink too. Yeah. Uh, oh, Daniel, get a photo of me playing the recorder.
0: All right, one second. I feel like we can pull out our phones without uh without the thing um uh, uh thinging it. <laughs> Gabriel, smile for the goddamn camera. ha 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 ha! Look happy. Look happy. Ah, okay, good job. No, that's enough pictures. Right?
1: Yeah, it's it's, just... it's also bright pink. You'll see in the Instagram. It is flesh colored. Yes. And phallic. Yes. So Daniel, we're playing one of our favorite <laughs> games. It is called Bosch Cross Bones. Bosch where I Cross present... Bones. <laughs> <laughs> where I present to you a synopsis of a book where I changed all the names and you have to tell me who the protagonist is. Oof. However, okay. we've kind of run the well on Bosch Books by uh, Michael Connolly on Alex Cross books by James Patterson. Mm. And also Bones books by uh, Kathy Reichs. So, I picked three new authors, three new long-running detective characters. Oh, shit. You ready, Daniel? Yes. Here are your options. Okay. We have the brilliant and driven detective with unorthodox methods and a classic loose cannon, the police force. It's like all of them. <laughs> Yo Nesbo's Harry Hula. Oh, Harry Hula. We have... Unfortunately, extremely generic one. A former police officer turned private (laughs) detective known as Kinsey Milhone, created by Sue Grafton. Oh, I was sure. What's the name again? Sorry. Kinsey Milhone. Kinsey Milhoun. And lastly, an alcoholic ex-cop who left his family (laughs) after accidentally causing the death of a young girl. He earns his living as an unlicensed private detective, investigator, or as he puts it, doing favors for friends. He is Lawrence Blocks, Matthew Scudder. Hmm. Are you familiar with any of these besides Harry Hula? And only Harry Hula. Harry Hole from,
0: as they say <laughs> in that, um, very unfortunate <laughs> did, movie. Did they
1: really call him Harry Hole? <laughs> Come on.
0: By one of uh, our finest filmmakers. Correct. Fucking that Snowman movie, man.
1: Oh man.
0: All right, Gabriel. Uh, I think I'm about as 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 good as I'm going to be.
1: All um, right. But yeah, let's, let's do this.
0: Also, like the how, the description of those characters. We're like white noise to me yeah it's like alcoholics ex-cop who became a co- who became a detective who does favors for friends i was gonna give
1: you more but i didn't want to give it away all right but uh, here's we'll... your first one daniel yes. here is the description i think on goodreads lorna kepler was beautiful and willful a loner who couldn't resist flirting of danger maybe that's what killed her Ugh. her death raised a lot of Damn tough it. questions the cops suspected homicide but they could neither find motive nor suspect even the means are mysterious. Lorna's body was so badly decomposed when it was discovered <laughs> they couldn't be certain she hadn't died of natural causes. Ugh, it's so
0: dark and grizzly. Oh, fucking it's love so it. so Only
1: Lorna's mother kept it alive, consumed by the certainty that somebody out there had gotten away with murder. Janice Kipler, in the 10 years since her daughter's death, joined the Alma support group. This is so long. Anyway, on her way out of the out of a session one night, she sees a light on in the offices of our hero. Mm-hmm. Janice Kepler knocked on the door. In answering that knock, our heroes pulled into the netherworld of unavenged murder, where only a pact with the devil will satisfy the restless ghosts of the victims and give release to the living they have Wait, left I'm behind. I'm sorry, what character are we following? What is this? Oh, this is the this setup.
0: Oh, okay. So, Daniel. We're in the same char- Is this a, a job woman? for? Okay.
1: Detective Kinsey Milholt? Uh huh. Bad cop Harry Hula.
0: Harry Hula.
1: Or alcoholic. Quote-unquote investigator, Matthew Scudder.
0: Uh...
1: <laughs> Dead daughter, badly decomposed, crying mother. I mean,
0: I, I feel like Yonesbo would actually be more grisly. Okay. I think so. Um, and then there's the other two. There's Alcoholic X-Cop, and who was the other one? What was the lady? What, what was she? She's just a detective.
1: She's a detective.
0: All right, that's, that's... that's.
1: She has a, a really interesting background. I'd love to start reading these books, but I mean, mostly it's just like she's kind of a kick-ass detective.
0: All right, well... You have a weird name. I'm going to guess. Yes, Daniel. Actually, no. I'm going to go with Yonesbo. You're
1: going to go with Yonesbo? I'm
0: going to go with Harry Hula.
1: Is that your final answer, Daniel? Yes, it is. Daniel? hmm You are wrong. Oh, no. The answer was... K is for killer. Uh, starring Kinsey Milhunt. Boo. Mm-hmm. So I may reuse these, Daniel. Just so you know, so that way the last one isn't obviously one of them. Yes, of course. Okay. Next, captured on closed circuit television, a man walks into a bank, puts a gun to a cashier's head, and tells her to count the twenty-five. When he doesn't get his money fast enough, he pulls the trigger. A young woman dies, and two million dollars disappear without a trace. After a drunken evening with a former lover, our hero wakes up at home with a heartache, sorry, headache, no cell phone, by heartache too, and no memory of the past 12 hours. The same day, our hero's lover is found shot dead in their bedroom, making our hero a prime suspect in the investigation led by their hated adversary, Lunchy Penguinson. I made that name up. I got it. Believe it or not. Meanwhile, the bank robberies continue with unparalleled savagery, sending our hero around the world in a race to close two cases and clear around their the name. World. But Lunchy Penguinson isn't finished with his longtime foe quite yet. Daniel, hmm. is this a job for Matthew Scudder, Harry Hula, or Kinsey Milhone?
0: You know what? I hate to repeat myself, mm-hmm. but I think this is Harry Hula. I think
1: this is a hairy hole? I think this is Harry hairy hole. Daniel? Uh-huh? Are you sure? Yes. Daniel? Mm-hmm. You're correct! Hey! This one is called nemesis oh cool because apparently he has a nemesis named like thomas wall or something something like that yeah
0: i know that he's had a nemesis that runs through like i think a couple he of has a books, Moriarty. he kind of or something like that but i think he also has a bunch of things also he's a drunk and i know the other guy is also and he's an ex-alcoholic <laughs> though right the other guy
1: yes all right okay
0: whereas harry hula is like a kind of unapologetic uh, uh racist no he's a, he's drunk. a racist sorry. He's oh a drunk. dear
1: <laughs> okay Oh, boy, I didn't do this last one very well. I left the name still in here. I was in a rush. Okay, here's your final one, Daniel. Uh Uh-huh. Let's see if you can guess whose job this is. All right, okay, all right. Our hero knows that justice is an elusive commodity. The harmless man can be shot dead in a public place when criminals fly free in a legal system. But now, a vigilante is roaming uh, roaming among the millions, executing those he feels deserves to die. He calls himself the will of the people, an ingenious serial killer who announces his specific murderous intentions to the media before carrying through on his threats.
0: A child molester. A... Jesus. (laughs)
1: Yeah. A gangster. A violent anti-abortionist. Even though protected and untouchable are being ruthlessly erased by this new killer. Our hero knows that no one is innocent, but who among us has the right to play God? Hmm. Daniel, is this a job for Harry Hula Kinsey Milhone, or Matt Scudder.
0: I can almost see how this is gonna be another Harry Hula character.
1: Uh, <laughs> At least only one you have any familiarity. with. It's the only
0: one, and so far the only guess I've had so far. Yeah. Um, you know, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. You gotta, you gotta stick to what you know. Mm-hmm. Going for the hat trick. Gabriel, I'm going for the hat trick. I'm guessing that this is Harry Hula.
1: <laughs> Daniel. Yes. I applaud your bravery, and for that. You are penalized. Oh! Unfortunately, the hero of this one is Matthew Scudder by Lawrence Block, in the book Even the Wicked. Oh, fuck off! Yep. Even the Wicked. i read a of Lawrence Block's books. Um, called uh, A Drop of the Hard Stuff. It's pretty good.
0: A Drop of the Hard Stuff is a good title.
1: Yeah, it's especially about an alcoholic New York cop. Yeah. Well, Daniel, he idea. got one right.
0: Hey, Harry, he guessed, he Harry
1: Hole. Yes, Harry Hole for each one of them. Yes.
0: And, and you know what? Uh, uh, a broken clock is right fucking twice, twice a day. A day. No. And on
1: that note, that's how we play...
0: Bosh, cross,
1: <laughs> Okay.
0: Try this again. Bosh, cross, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> All right. All right. Fuck, fuck it. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no okay, I, okay. Okay, Okay. okay wait, hold on. This. Hold on. Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. All right.
1: The very noise of it made me laugh. Bosh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right.
0: Gabriel, that was an episode of Bosh Crossbones. Bosh Crossbones.
1: Here's Artemis Bosh. And there's Temperance it's Brennan. So, Bosch Grass Bones Bosch Grass Bones That bit was worth $10
0: Gabriel, yes it was And also It's gonna it's gonna be the gift That keeps coming Because yeah. that's gonna come back Every single every fucking single. episode I'll,
1: Hey, I'll come up with another Like song name for um, Patterson Clusters of the Woods And learn to play it Yeah, I feel
0: like You can easily do that yeah. In the recording I mean,
1: you can play Every note on this thing It's just fucking obnoxious
0: <laughs> Gabriel Yep We're gonna go on break Okay When we come back We're gonna do more book talk Alright Okay Break Book talk Welcome back. Hi. Dear listener, reader. Hi. To. slow readers that's true america's fast-paced literature podcast
1: podcast podcast it's a podcast brought
0: to you can we just clearly hear each other is that why we're making fun of how we talk
1: i think it's weird (laughs) because normally like normally our our headphones are plugged into our own microphones and now that we have this improved setup (laughs) we can hear each other and also we can hear ourselves so clearly it's weird
0: the whole show is just gonna be like you talk funny no Also, i had a
1: couple drinks
0: you had one drink
1: i had a couple all
0: right well let's get wine after this
1: I have to to, to go to work. No, you don't.
0: Um, So, yeah, like, uh, this is slow Readers. This is a show. And this is the part where we're going to keep talking about books. Cool. And we're going to still talk about reading. That's true. Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. So, final thoughts. Uh Uh-huh. You know, we can have a little more wiggle room this time around because of the new format. Sure. Gabriel, final thoughts on... Darkness, Take My Hand. Daniel, Take My Biz. By Denny... The hatred. The hatred.
1: Lahane. Winner of a Peabody. Winner of Peabody. No Emmys
0: though. No, he doesn't deserve them. Yeah, sorry, dude. Sorry, Denny. Sorry, buddy. Sorry, what do you think about the book?
1: Okay. Um, it's great. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, if I think about it too much, I, I bits of it, I'm like, you know, that didn't really. Um, the when it turns into like a, a crazy serial killer '90s thing, I'm less into it. Even when it starts becoming like a, a regular thriller, I don't buy it as much. Stuff in
0: the climax. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, so there's really great moments in the climax as well. Like I, I feel like there was a really nice theme going on. Not to interrupt, yeah, too badly, but like, sure. I feel like there was a really nice like theme going on that like was kind of ruined because it's like the serial killer's message. Yeah, but yeah,
1: I mean, I'm I'm curious to see how, see how you're gonna feel about Prayers for Rain, because that's another one that feels like takes more more from Darkness Take my Hand because it's a, another kind of like Machiavellian game. And I'm like oh. Yeah. Okay. It's funny, like yeah, Gone Baby Gone and Dark and uh, and Moonlight Mile are like his most down earth, even if they do get kinda of pretty wild.
0: Moonlight Mile and Gone Baby Gone.
1: Mm-hmm. All right, Which so- again, Moonlight Mile is a sequel to God Baby Gone.
0: Okay. No, that's cool. I'm I'm down I'm down for that. I'm down to fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There's like all the okay Cupid ads? Uh, but this is a great book. If I mean, read read this series. This is more, this is my I favorite. Det- I'm not telling you. I am reading. This is my favorite okay. detective series, and I like the detective series. So definitely, please check these out. Daniel, what about you? Your final thoughts before we do our final segment?
0: Let me do my final thoughts. All right. So my final thoughts is that again, I feel like I feel like I'm being very critical about this being a genre book, but like overall, I mean. You can have those genre moments and whatnot, but I like them being kept like a minimum. Yeah, like sometimes they felt a little too obtr, uh, you know, obtrusive or whatever. But on the whole, this is a really good book. Like I still love, like again, the characters are all great, mm-hmm. and you really do love Patrick Kenzie as flawed as he is.
1: Yeah,
0: um, and you love Ange, mm-hmm.
1: uh, big she, Ange,
0: big Ange. She's great, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's uh, I I I. I, I don't get me wrong i feel like this one was so kind of big and heavy Mm -hmm. not the last one wasn't it wasn't it wasn't big it felt really small and tight Mm -hmm. but it was heavy yeah um this one is is it felt big and heavy so like i feel like i feel like kind of crazy yeah i I feel kind of weird rushing right into like another one right away but yes i am like if you said like hey we're gonna do the next one next week i'd be like yeah good we're cool i'll enjoy it we'll have a couple weeks at least and um uh yeah, that's the end of uh the show. <laughs>
1: well, no, we have all, one more segment. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Um uh, okay, yeah, Gabriel. We have a final segment and this is brought to you us brought to us mm. by Brouches. Our friend in the internet in the East Coast. In the East Coast, uh Jonathan B Hayes, mm-hmm. aka Johnny B. good.
1: Yeah. Aka his name. Johnny B Hayes. Mm-hmm. Also known as Marty McFly. Aka Marty McFly uh called uh, uh hazy memories hey hazy memories check out the whip around podcast whip around is one word for all your weird news and comedy needs memories
0: you can find that on the fox network
1: anyway uh mm-hmm. no so, <laughs> so uh no we're
0: hazy memories gabriel you've read this before do i have. You have any actual hazy memories
1: i certainly do um what i remember from i my, my hazy memory is a spoiler but there's a certain scene. I'll, I, let's let's. I think let's not spoil this book because mm-hmm. the joy of these things, of these mystery novels, yeah. even though knowing the ending doesn't kill it for you, it certainly hurts the experience. It
0: does. Yeah. It. it for something like this. It'll always hurt the experience where it's like, yeah, it is so genre-y that like, yeah, that person you weren't suspecting ends up being the killer. Yeah. And it, kind of so comes out of left field a little bit not exactly but like enough Mm -hmm. that like it's like well all right it was either hem or hem or hem whatever
1: so my hazy memory i have two of them that i always think about thinking about this book um it's kevin herlihy in the bowling alley yes that's that's a weird one for me that that sticks with me frequently okay and also a a central character gets killed in front of Patrick's eyes, yes, and it—that's always been like a—that's a memory I have from this book, very, very clearly, of like, oh wow, that was very well executed, no pun intended.
0: Oh, hi, hi. Shit, you know, I—I'm trying to—I th- feel like I would have had a better hazy memories if I had this be- thought about this beforehand. Um, I—I I tell you what, the one thing that was kind of a—is a hazy- it Pine? Is it Chris Pine? Wasn't it, wasn't it just Chris Pine? Your boyfriend. But uh, I do love that scene. I do love, I'll do, I will, I will remember that scene where uh, Pine just approaches them after the meeting. The meeting was also pretty good. I'm glad that this book wasn't like, didn't involve the mafia too, too much. Yeah. I like how there's kind of like a bombshell dropped about like Ange's uh, connection. But oh, she's, she's, uh, she's family. She's, she's connected. And only yeah. that, but like, even though she has nothing to do with the life, like she still kind of demands respect. Yeah um yeah because she's a human being because she's a goddamn human being um no oddly enough you know what's gonna be i think a hazy memory uh and again not to spoil it too much but like the scene with the clowns oh yeah which was very reminiscent of a certain scene in
1: mystic river oh yeah a
0: bit it just it's Creepy, and uh <laughs> its kind of—it's uh it's horrible to say, but like I can't wait to read the way that that reads in the book, that yeah. scene in Mister Griver, where it's like it's so creepy in the movie. Yeah, it's so it's so kind of like intimidating and kind of strange but normal, and then just has a very dark undertone. Oh, totally. And like, and it's like, man, oh, I can't wait to hear how Lane fucking writes that—an mm-hmm. extended version, and whatnot. Um, but something like that, yeah. It's whereas this, it's a little more ghoulish. It's a little more. Horror genre. show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah, no, I, I think that's what it is. I feel like I should have a better answer for that. Not really. I do really like the nah. cold open too. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It was well done. Other than that, you know what? I don't got nothing more to say about this. Oh, bullshit. That's all right, then. Gabriel, let's put aside uh Daniel Take My Hand. Yep. Darkness Take My Hand by Den- by Denny Elaine.
1: Dennis Hatred. Uh Gabriel, uh should we talk about the thing with Gone Out the Wind right now? Um, I th- I think We'll get to. It. We're gonna do an episode of it, no matter what. Are we? I think so. Okay. Honestly, we, we barely tried so far. We barely tried. Uh, we'll
0: we'll we'll see about that. We'll we'll touch on this next week, and I think next week. Uh, we're, uh, gonna get along with, uh, our old buddies from the, uh, whip around, speaking of which, mm-hmm. did, you, did you text them? Yeah, I think oh,
1: so. Okay. Yeah, I think, I, I'm pretty okay. sure I did. That's a good point. God, I'll, I'll double so. check, but I think yeah.
0: so. But, um, but yeah, no, we, uh, uh, we're not gonna spoil it, but a certain somebody's gonna join us, and, uh, we're gonna read a certain, not to spoil it, but a wink, wink, nudge, nudge, little book by wink, wink, nudge, nudge, F. Marie Sp- Abraham? Yeah, F. Marie, yes. Oh, okay. F. Scott Abraham. True. Uh, and a little book, not to spoil it, but with uh, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge, and it's uh, on the Strand eighty. Uh, on the Strand eighty, yeah, actually it is. Yeah, we're gonna count yeah. it. It's gonna count a Strand. Gonna count fucking assholes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to that next week. Um, that's gonna be fun, and it's kind of fortunate because we keep talking about doing one of his books, and we actually both have copies of Tenders the Night right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna blow our load. On uh, a little book uh, that
1: might—it's—it's uh, it's, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. great book. It's a—it's called uh, for those of you who don't know. It's called uh and West Egg. Oh, nailed it! Was
0: that like the original title or something? It was
1: yes, except that's a terrible title. What's the title? Tremolcio and West Egg. Tremolcio? Tremolcio? Trim- it's a—it's a Shakespeare character. Tremolcio? Tremolcio? From what? I don't even remember anymore. Who the fuck is Trimalchio? Trimulchio. Come on, Scott. Come on, Scotty. Fucking jerk. Pie be sweet. Listen to your friend Ernie. He knows what's up. He knows how to name a book after old men and their locations. Yeah, old men and their locations and and, and mountains.
0: Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel. Yes, Daniel. Uh, that's the end of the show, so let's go to plugging things. Okay. Uh, I need air. Gabriel. Yeah. You Ooh, need to plug.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's already out. It came out last week. Check out my episode, the talk we were supposed to have on self-evident Asian America stories. It's a wonderful podcast. I'm very proud of it. Um, I got pissed drunk during a, a listening party of it, but I think it went over well. The responses have been great. Every now and again, I'll get like a message from the self-evident Instagram. Follow them at self-evident show. That People are really responding to my story about feeling alienated and growing up in Allentown, Pennsylvania as an Asian American. So follow that American. show. Give it some stars. Let's Listen to that. Hit me up if you want to talk about it. It's a good time. And on that note also, give this show, slow readers, some stars, some rates and reviews and subscribe. fucking five please. stars. Please. Goddamn. We fixed our format for you and bought microphones. We spent
0: so much money. So much on money. On you motherfuckers
1: You know how much there. wine I could have bought with that money? How much? Like a lot. Like a lot. Like, like 30. One, like
0: one bottle. <laughs> like easily 30. Oh, you could. Can... Wow, that's an expensive ass bottle. that fucking be good. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's, you know, it's worth it if it's yeah, going to hey, that That's
1: much. how Johnny Depp went bankrupt
0: he kept buying wines
1: he really did he spent like a thousand dollars a day on wine well, fucking moron
0: Gabriel I think right now I think all young people know that they want to grow up to be just like Johnny Depp that's true Daniel plug yes you can follow me on Twitter at topgallant uh, you can follow me on Instagram at slowreaders that's mainly what I use uh, you can also buy my fiction all on Amazon right now. Hey. You can buy *The Shadow from the Deep* in both ebook and paperback form, hey. and also you can buy *A Cook in the Kingdom* in ebook and paperback. Hey. Uh, I should also say they're probably not like linked yet because Amazon could be kind of finicky about that. So like I'm Amy waiting finicky. for that to fucking happen. But I probably need to mesh with them in like a couple days or something like that. Cool. That said, uh, it's avail- a new cover for the paperback version, and uh, I I got a copy of it, and it's it turned out pretty good looks good <laughs> yeah it looks good um yeah just buy them review them and then and then make, convince one of your friends to to bad as well and review it on goodreads and amazon yeah, yeah, yeah. and then buy another copy
1: and follow him on daniel gonzalez fiction
0: and then, uh, on uh, facebook yes <laughs> yeah that's what it's called
1: bro. uh-huh how badly do you want air pretty badly yeah this would be a great secret for you to fart
0: no okay bro pretty girls don't fart
1: that's hey, that's not true at all. Allie Larder farted and Jane Bob Strike back. Gabriel? Yep.
0: That's crazy that that is the reference that you're going to make.
1: That's right. All right, see you guys next week. Bye-bye.
0: This has been a Top Count Radio production, executive produced by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabriel Mara. For more shows and information, go to topcountradio.com.